0: This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation.
1: Hello, everyone. It's Blake here. Uh, if you haven't heard yet, me and Eric are stranded in Austin, Texas, and I just want to give you guys a heads up. Uh, we recorded this on our telephones. Uh, we have our great host, Brandy Cyrus. The audio might be uh, in and out throughout the podcast, but we are doing our best because we sure had a lot to say about this week in Bachelor Nation and this episode in general. So uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, but it could be um, some bad audio. So please forgive us, but we're doing our best.
0: This is Behind the Rose, where Bachelor Nation meets country music and everything in between. Here's your host, Blake Horseman.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Behind the Rose podcast. It is Monday night, right after the show. We are recapping episode seven of The Bachelor. I'm your host, Blake Horseman here with my buddy as usual Eric Bradley and tonight's special guest Brandy Cyrus thanks for coming on Brandy um oh,
0: it's not time you had me on this podcast <laughs> That's all I have to say
1: we wanted to get you on for a while so I'm excited we finally got you thanks for being flexible because me and Eric are currently stranded in Austin Texas
0: <laughs> honestly I shift. I kind of feel like I'm right there with you in Nashville I mean I'm in an ice globe right now like I haven't been really able to leave my bad. house for days so I'm I'm right there with you
1: <laughs> oh wow! I didn't know it was that bad there too. Yeah. Oh my gosh! This is yeah. It's That's been wild rough. Yeah. Me and Erica are in our Very fourth rough. hotel. Yeah, fourth hotel. uh Yeah, it's been interesting. Oh, but here we are. We're gonna do this. We're gonna try and recap this Bachelor. I've eaten grilled. We've eaten grilled cheese and 7-Eleven food for the last three days. So. Oh man, but here we go. Here we are.
2: Um, yeah. And now we're so coming let's to you live, live from the Fairmont Austin.
1: Yeah. From the Fairmont Awesome. Oh, uh, yeah. So, but here we go. Um. Well, first of all, Brandy, what do you think of this season? Because we haven't really chatted a ton about what you think thus far about Matt James as a bachelor and just the season in general.
0: You know what? I've really enjoyed the season so far. Um. I I love Matt. I think it's been such a like, much needed, fresh take on the show to have somebody on from a previous cast. I don't know. Like, I really enjoyed that about Matt, that he's not um you know for lack of a better term like jaded from his experience on our previous season so i like that about it and i also i've been really impressed with this cast of girls just as far as like there's a lot of them that i really like granted this this season of girls has come with like a lot of drama and a lot of like mean girl shit that i don't love that's mm-hmm. like the most bad thing i would say about this cast of women but overall i also think there's a lot of like really solid personalities in the group and i you know from day one i was like, oh matt's got so many great to choose from like this is gonna be a really good season
1: yeah so. i i like I think you said it great when you said, like, Matt's not jaded. Because I completely mm-hmm. agree. I think Matt kind of went into this just fresh-faced and doe-eyed. And I think it, it's great and it shows. I think the way he kind of not only treats the women, but I think the way he just approaches the process in general, like, I think he's just very, like, open to it. Which is, it, you're right. Like, it's promising to see because I think a lot of people do get jaded after coming off, whether it be the Bachelor or the Bachelorette, you know? Um, so I get that and I agree there. And then, agreed, as far as, like, the women – Unfortunately, I think what happens because I've, I've seen you know people out there complaining about the girls this season and I get it. I get it. It's been pretty brutal as far as the mean girl things that have happened. But I also think like for some reason and it's, just like, it's like this every season but a lot of times the women who cause drama and can be mean they get a lot of screen time. They get a lot, a lot of screen time and a lot of the good women get kind of pushed aside and they don't get as much screen time and unfortunately I think that's happened a lot this season. You know, I think there's yeah. some real gems in this, you know, in this season but we just haven't seen a lot of them unfortunately.
0: Yeah, I agree with that.
1: Yeah. yeah, And again, of course, we'll get started right off the bat with Heather, because again, the clause came out. The whole episode starts. Uh, well, the last episode ended basically with Heather walking in, kind of surprising Matt. And uh, basically, that's how this episode starts. And I, I think Matt handles. What do you think about the way Matt handled the situation, Brandy? Because. He kind of like laughed about, it. like you can tell there was like pain in his laugh a little bit. Like here we go again, like the producer's throwing another curveball at me. um So what do you, how do you think Matt kind of handled Heather coming in?
0: I mean, Matt definitely he, his reaction to Heather was very unfiltered, for better or worse. Yes, like it, yeah. You know that just is what it was, and I like I were Piper sitting there, and guy I had been dating for the past couple weeks in a you know another walk had that big of a reaction to another woman it hurt me and mm-hmm. so i think piper had every right to feel like she did about about just barging in a complete stranger that she didn't know i mean that I mean, that's a very just unsettling thing um part of me wishes matt had been like oh my gosh okay let me just finish my conversation with piper and then i would love to talk to you heather you know what i mean like Maybe in hindsight he he could even probably see how that would maybe been the right move. But at the end of the day, it's like he was seemed just as shocked as everyone else to see her. And mm-hmm. again, you know, this is kind of the, the con side to not being on a previous season is you don't really know how to handle situations like this. So I don't think he consciously, you know, was doing things. He didn't know how to handle either. And there's a familiar face and he doesn't really know why she's there. And so of course him, you know, okay, well, yeah, some sort of so sorry, but you know, I'm going to talk to her. So I don't know. He, I don't think he handled it badly, but I also kind of think he could have handled it better.
1: Agreed. I yeah, think, agreed. I think, yeah, I think the way you said where he said he would, it looked very like genuine. Like he, he genuinely didn't know what to do, what to think. Yeah. He just kind of like giggled through it. Like it's yeah. like pain on the outside, you know, laugh on the Like kinda what, kinda yeah. what that's kind of what, kind of what we've been doing weekend.
2: the last four days.
1: Just laugh at all. Just, it just off, like, oh yeah. shit, what's next? Yeah, yeah exactly. That's mm-hmm. kind of what it seemed like from him. Um, I, so interesting to hear you think that like Piper didn't overreact. I don't necessarily know. If, see, I think Piper might have overreacted, in my opinion, just because. Because
2: she did come well, out of that room super heated.
1: Which that I get. That I get maybe right off the bat being heated that she took time. But then when they all sat down, it seemed like they all ganged up on her there for a little while. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like Piper might have been like the, I don't know, the like ringleader of that. Um, yeah, but with, I thought,
2: ba- so, with the bachelor yeah. jumping comments. and
1: Yeah, the bachelor hopping or whatever. Um, but I will say watching that, and I I wish I didn't do my bachelor reaction that I usually do tonight, like my bachelor live reaction, but there were like three or four voiceovers that I heard in that whole conversation of them tearing into Heather that were clearly said in ITMs and they voiced them. over. like, they were still said about Heather, but they voiced them over a hundred percent voiced them over to make it sound like in that conversation, they happened, but I still think the girls were really, really bad to Heather. Like she was genuinely like, I think she was like, Sorry. I could tell, yeah. like, she was sorry, yeah. you know. She's like, I didn't mean to come in here and, like, interrupt anything, but I had to do it. Like, I would have, you know, asked myself what if for the rest of my life. Um, but it was pretty brutal watching Heather basically bullied to tears is basically what happened. I know.
0: Yeah. You whether it was right or wrong for her to come in and play the game. That had to be really scary for her. right? Like,
2: yeah.
0: well, you have no idea while you're watching. Like you don't, who knows if she even knew how many women were left for exactly what point of the process she yeah. was walking in on. Like she might no, not have known more, any of that. Like for sure. next... Yeah. They could have yeah. not told her like anything and she just have been going blindly home. and that is scary. And so it's like, what can you expect from her just to go in and start like immediately getting the girls? That's not really why she's there. And so again, it's like, it's just, I think Heather did the best of what she had to work with, you know? Yeah. Yeah,
1: I, I, that's a great point. I didn't even think about like, oh, I, I bet they hadn't, she had no idea what she was walking into. Literally no idea what she was walking into, you know? And I think it was incredibly brave of her. Like that is something like brave and dumb. And usually honestly, those go hand in hand. Like, you know, like, um, and it from what Heather was saying, she basically made it sound like it was her idea. She yeah. contacted producers. She bought her own flight. And then fucking did it all on her own. Like, that's insane. Because I thought it was a producer setup for sure. Oh,
2: for so sure. Here's, a, here's kind of a question that I have. With Hannah, with her mentioning that, you know, Hannah B was talking her up and felt like they would be a good fit. Why didn't she get them together before the show? Great question. Yeah. I mean, I think,
0: and yes, yeah. that's like the question of the hour, I feel, yeah. is yeah, like, why were they not introduced sooner before Matt mm-hmm. on the show? Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And it it, it was Hannah B's fault. All of this is Hannah B's fault. Yeah. Why didn't she just, you know, um, I don't know. I mean, they had all
2: the quarantine to to make that happen.
1: Seriously. She could have been a
2: part of the quarantine crew.
1: Absolutely. Uh, But then I also, like Heather even said, or maybe Matt said it. um, Like Hannah does know Matt really well. So like if she thinks, you know, Heather and Matt would make a good couple, Matt's like, well, damn. Like, maybe, you know, maybe that's a good point. Like, maybe we would. So I think I see why Matt was kind of like, I think he was kind of like wondering what to do, you know? Very
0: conflicted, yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah. he was conflicted. If
2: she would have came in with the second group of girls that came in the house, she probably would have went pretty far.
1: Yeah, yeah, at least a couple, probably to that point, to be honest. It's probably the same point. I don't think she would have made it much further. Um, but I've met Heather. Honestly, I met her at Stagecoach. She was a great a woman, wonderful shocking. woman. Yeah, she was with everybody else at the freaking <laughs> table at Neon Carnival. But I met her and she was, you know, she was the night. Nice, she was probably, she was incredibly nice. a super she was funny sweet and girl. super sweet girl, you know? So yeah, watching yeah. her, like, you know, and like she was yeah, crying the way she, you know, I could tell she felt was pretty hard. And the girls were really hard on her and it wasn't necessary. Like some of the things they were saying, like the bachelor hopping, I was like, damn. And yeah. like, I think Kit called her a bitch. Like, bitch, what are you doing here? Yeah, and said,
2: yeah, you missed on Colton, so you're trying this one now.
1: Yeah, I was just like, oh my god, you know. Yeah, they went. They, um, went, in on,
2: they went in on poor Heather.
1: They did. Mm-hmm. Um, but but props to Matt too with how he handled her exit. Like, mm-hmm. I thought he was honest with her, you know, and how he felt. And it was too late. Like, it, I I believe it was too late in the process to come in um and just join you know without them even like having any kind of connection i mean it was, it was yeah hometown so it would be like heather come in and then be like meet her family next week like no you know so totally. i'm glad matt let her go you know especially i let her i'm glad he let her go that night instead of yeah. the rose ceremony.
2: Mm-hmm. he yeah. say he saved her a lot Great. of headache. yeah yeah
1: absolutely so he yeah, ends up sending heather home and then we go into the rose ceremony and i mean Brandy, are you shocked with the girls he took to home, you know, or took, sorry, not to hometowns, but not that. but are you shocked that he sent
0: um,
2: uh, Chelsea and Serena C.
1: Yeah, Serena C. and Kelsey home? Or Chelsea?
0: I'm not at all. I mean, no. I, I no. felt like they were, like, the low-hanging fruit in the sense of, like, who had the strongest connections, like. Especially Serena C. Is that, is that Serena C? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. I, just had, I haven't even seen them, seen them have conversations at all. And then Chelsea, like, you do have really great conversations with Chelsea. But for me, like, I just don't see the chemistry between them. So yeah. those were absolutely the two that I thought would go home. I was yeah. surprised
2: Serena C lasted this long as is.
1: Yeah. I, I don't even remember. Like, I can't, like, Vividly remember any conversations they even had, you yeah, know. She
2: she just kind of came on, kind of talking shit after the original Mean Girls left.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. yeah Yeah. Yeah.
1: So and going yeah, after Katie, she
0: was the one going after Katie so hard.
1: Yep. Oh, that's right. That's mm-hmm. right. They were the ones who got in that fight. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. A couple.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I'm not shocked they went home. Um, and. Yeah, I think the girls left. I think of all the girls left, I think I could have maybe predicted most of the girls that were still here. Like, I think they, he has decent connections with all of them. But getting into that, let's talk about Serena P getting the next one. Well, the first one on one going into hometowns. Um, I was shook. I thought Abigail would for sure get that one on one. Serena, for Serena to get her second one on one before Abigail gets her first is insane to me. Shook.
0: I know. I agree with you. Yeah. I was completely shocked. Yeah. Completely I
1: mean, shocked. I mean, I. I thought Abigail. I mean, to have the first impression rose and then completely fall off is just—I don't know. There must not have been any chemistry after that, you know. I mean, but that's the maybe, thing I feel like they've seen had chemistry in like their other. I, I think
2: they did, but she never like really tried to pursue him ever throughout this whole show. No, so,
0: she really yeah. just kind of sat back and was waiting for it to happen. I think she was, and one, she waiting, was waiting for, her for that. Her.
2: That tug and, of uh, here.
0: In in, like, the real world, like, of course, that's a dream, right? That guys and going to pursue you and whatever. But in the Bachelor world, like, on yeah. TV, like, you just don't have time for that. Like, the girls yeah. that go after what they want are the ones that get what they want again. Yeah. You know, you, you kind of can't sit back in this environment and expect it to just happen to you.
2: Yeah, you got to earn that attention.
1: You got to get it. I was just going to, the environment's good. I don't think this environment's made for Abigail. Mm-hmm. Like, I think she's too sweet, too nice, too, you know, kind of like, you come to me or like not, not enough. Like I don't know the word I'm like, she's not going to like push the other women out of the way and run to Matt. You know, I just don't think this environment's great for her. Um, And I do want to say, I kind of, there were moments this episode where I related to Abigail a little bit because I remember on my season with Becca, I started to get my head a little bit because she, she did too. She did big time. I feel like, and I, I felt it at times when she was like, you know, like, I just don't know. He's having these other connections with these other girls. I remember saying those exact words, you know, about Becca with the other guys. So, like at times, I could see her getting in her head, and that was something I did a lot on my season. Um, so I feel I felt for her because she's this really sweet girl, and I think I think she's got a bright future in this world, though. I think I think she will see her oh, paradise and everything. Cool. Yeah,
2: yeah, well, and and she's just going to use her platform for tremendous things mm-hmm. within yeah. her community. Absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited to watch. Yeah, her moving forward for sure. Um, even though we just skipped ahead because
2: we're not even at that point yet. But yeah, um,
1: hey, yeah but let's I'm going to
2: miss Abigail.
1: Love her. <laughs> um, but the Serena P date, because I have a lot of questions about her. Because, well, first of all, actually, I did this exact yoga, tantric yoga date in Paradise. Oh, um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, with Caitlin. Yeah, with Caitlin Clemens. And it is a very weird, awkward date. Um, it was especially weird for me and Caitlin because we had literally just met. Like at least Serena and Matt have like known each other for a while. Me and Serena are like sitting right. on each other. Yeah, me and Caitlin were like sitting on each other's laps and like breathing into each other, and it was super weird. But I kind of get why she didn't like the day portion of that date too much. Um, although I feel like she was really good at it. like some of those moves she was doing. That's what right. I why? thought. Yeah,
0: it's like, <laughs> like, like when you hated it. You look <laughs> She looked great. like, looked she, looked like she, she knew what she was doing. Like he, I mean, I'm like, I assumed she'd done yoga before, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like that one where he was, she was like, he was, she was on his feet and like yeah, in a
2: pretzel. Like, I was yeah. like, what yeah. is right now? I mean, she was full bent, like.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of yeah, I thought she was healing uh, It, but
1: I, I liked that she was honest with Matt. Like Matt said, she wasn't bullshitting. Like you know, like just saying I like everything that we do together. Like she was like, no, that fucking sucks. Like I was not into that, which I kind of liked. I
0: respected. Yeah, Matt. yeah,
1: yeah. I, I did Matt. too.
0: For me, like it, that, her date. I didn't mind at all that she didn't like the date. And I, like, like you said, like I actually think she was honest with him, but where I get hung up with her is that all of a sudden, like her first one-on-one, like I felt like she was like super into Matt, all in, like very, very forward and very sure. And all of a sudden, now she's like taking a huge Damn. step back. not like PDA. It's like, what? First date, you guys were all about the PDA. And all of a sudden, she's like, Yeah, it just seems like she's like, Yeah, I kind of like you. But like, yeah. we're at the point where it's you should be head over heels. Like, you should be yeah, yeah. thinking about Ex- the word already and not just like, Yeah, I kind of like you. You know what I mean? And so yeah. for me, after watching her date, I'm like, Wait, what? How have you gone from so head over heels with Matt? Like, your one on one was so great to now that you've got one on one, which is such a big deal. You're acting like it's not a big of a deal and you're not that pumped.
2: Is she the only I, one that's had a second one-on-one?
1: Yeah. To this
0: point so, so. where
2: well. Yeah,
1: Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I, that's,
2: that says a lot for him to like do that. And then yeah, you don't yeah. you don't reciprocate that at all.
1: Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, uh, I don't get uh, it. I I actually didn't think she was gonna get the rose. I didn't feel the chemistry. I didn't no. feel the chemistry. Yeah. And I'm not saying that she's like not a cool chick or not. I just didn't see the chemistry between them, you know. So I was shocked. I was shocked that she, he got he gave her the rose. I really was. And she's going to hometowns. Like you're right. You should be. You should know. Like I think at come hometowns, like you should know. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, I mean,
2: yeah. Yeah. know. it's about to skip. Ahead. I'm skipping ahead a little bit, which is right. But it's like exactly like what Kit did. Like,
1: just yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I do want to kind of bow out. That. Like yeah,
2: yeah. Shit. I'm sure you have yeah. some thoughts.
1: Yeah, I got some thoughts about that a lot, too. But, um, but yeah, I mean, so Serena so ends up showing, we're going to meet Serena's, like, you know, parents, which I, you know, hometown, and I'm, I'm kind of shocked by that. Uh, but then, uh, I don't know. Of all the girls left, though, I'm like, no, there were some girls. Like, I could have seen Abigail, I guess, in that, you know, in that yeah, position yeah. instead of Serena. No.
0: Same. Yeah. Well, I'm, now I'm skipping ahead, but once you get to the, the episode or whatever, you see who, who else he cuts, like, for me, I was so devastated to see Piper get cut after hearing how Serena, where Serena stands, because I'm like, man, Piper should have had that spot. Like Serena Piper's into him should have yeah. been booted. Piper yeah. was pretty sure he's very into Matt and yeah. she's I mean, in, and Serena's not.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. Piper and Matt have had tremendous chemistry throughout the yeah. whole show.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, interesting to see Serena. You know, we're going to hometown Serena. Yeah. Um, but the, I mean, you're right. I think Matt must be in her because for her to get the first, be the first person to get the second one on one and now give her the rose in the one on one and go to. So it'd be interesting to see how, I mean, she might make shit. She might make fantasy sweets at this point. I don't know. You know?
0: Yeah. Man, mm-hmm. She must be in
1: there. Well, she her, didn't so. like
2: the tantra day. She's not going to like fantasy sweets.
1: <laughs> <Hey-o. laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, oh. Hey. Oh, man. But yes, I want to get into this group day and kind of talk about Kid a little bit, but we're going to do that right after this. All right. So let's get into the group date. So they're reading the card uh, for the names of the group date and Abigail gets called. And again, I'm shocked. Like I thought for sure she was going to get that last one-on-one before hometowns, but she doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, she kind of talks about how she's getting in her head a little bit, uh, which I can relate to. Um, and we go into the group date. What did they do during the day on the group date? Why can't I think of what they did? They
2: didn't even show anything. I don't think they right? showed a day portion. It's just Went to the uh, after party, kind of.
1: You just go to the cocktail party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they must have, because I don't remember. Yeah, what, it's been a few yeah. days since
0: I watched it. So I, I can't really remember.
1: <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I mean, I just watched it. And I don't remember. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think they, they just literally just seriously right. just
2: jumped into the the yeah, night. Yeah, the
1: cocktail hour. Yeah. So, um, we go into cocktail hour and let's talk about Abigail and Matt's kind of conversation because do you feel like Abigail got any closure during that, Brandy? Do you think Matt was like making like? Do you remember that conversation?
2: Yeah, because, like, much- I don't know.
1: If I did. I didn't feel like he gave her a good reason why he's sending her home. No, definitely well, don't yeah. either.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, it was kind of like I feel he was kind of explaining like she gave him so much space in the show that it allowed him to make all the mm-hmm. other connections with the other women because she never really pursued him. Pursued him. And, like, yeah. And to you get could you could view time. that
0: as him in a nice way saying. Mm hey these other women really pursued me and i made connections and you know she she just didn't make a move really yeah you know that's kind of back and right back to what we were saying about her and there's nothing wrong with that i think in real in the real world that's completely normal you know especially Mm -hmm. as like a woman to feel like you i mean it's a little old soul but i'm old so (laughs) (laughs) i want to pursue you you know what i mean that's just that's a lot a lot of women my age like how you grow up and that's what you think you know that's what you're taught is supposed to happen and the man's supposed to pursue you and i think that she probably went into this with that mentality but because it's the bachelor and it's different it's not reality it's a different world that just doesn't work on the show
1: yeah I agree but again i i also look at it like how is she supposed to if she doesn't get a one-on-one, like, she can't, like, bro, you know, come in during a one-on-one and, like, come in and be like, hey, Matt, I'll, like, take you on a one-on-one. Like, You never so, even I saw like,
2: her really even, like, doing all the night portions even stand up first to try to get his attention. Like, she just kind of yeah. sat back and kind of just went with the flow.
1: Yeah, yeah, true. Maybe maybe Matt wants, yeah, maybe. I mean, but I feel like Matt's been into the more reserved, quiet girl. Like, has Rachel? Well, I don't Rachel's, Rachel's kind of
2: strong. But I don't, don't think come Rachel's come I don't think Michelle's
1: been that kind of girl. Like I think yeah. the girls who have been quieter, more reserved, shyer. But I feel like Rachel,
2: but like Rachel and some of the other girls have been more opened up when they do get that one on one time with him.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Where Like
2: Abigail True. really. Well, I mean, Abigail did get extremely vulnerable, though.
1: Yeah, at times. Yeah. At the I don't beginning. know. I just yeah. think there's just not the chemistry there. He thought maybe they'd have at this point. Like maybe they had such yeah. a strong start that he thought they'd be further along, and they're not, and so that makes him question things, mm-hmm. maybe. Um, yeah. But I was sad to see Abigail go. You know, I was sad to see Abigail go. Very. No, yeah. She's yeah. A, she's super a sweet excited girl. to see
2: her journey though
1: after this. Yeah, I'm excited to see what happens next with her for sure. Um, and and I but I do respect the fact that Matt sent her home before the roast ceremony. I think I think that's him showing totally. respect to Abigail. Yeah, which I think is really cool because um, you don't see mm-hmm. that often, you know. So. Absolutely. I that was Again. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, um, going back to the,
2: this group date, you know, like Brie opened up quite a bit tonight. A little bit. We tonight, finally saw Brie like, for the first time yeah. in a while, I
1: feel like. Yeah, yeah. For, in a while. Yeah. And I, I know. I, I well, honestly, her one
0: on to... one was just so early in the show mm-hmm. that you just haven't, we haven't really seen a lot of her since. And so for her to get this, be this far, I think her name was this one called in the, in the last uh, road ceremony. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like, wait, are you still here? Because <laughs> like yeah. she just doesn't get a lot of screen time.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. Like she just kind of came. I don't know. It was. I honestly forgot how cool she was and how pretty she was because I remember she came on screen tonight at one point. And I was like, "Who's that?" I was like, "Oh, that's Bree." I forgot how pretty she is. Like because she, she's just been off screen for so long, you know. So yeah. But I do think they have. He, he's into her, and they have a really good, good connection. Um, even in the like, she she makes. Like I said, Serena P had a whole one on one with him and I didn't feel it. And then Brie has like a little conversation mm-hmm. with him in the group, you know, cocktail hour, and I feel it with her. So you can tell with Matt. I don't think Matt's very good at hiding, or, you know, I feel like it, you can tell with Matt who um, has a good connection and stuff. But mm-hmm. so. Um, and, and
2: even during this night portion too, like, you know, as Brandy was talking about Piper earlier, like Piper even said tonight, again, like that she was falling in love with him.
1: I know, to
0: him. Like, I know.
1: These girls are falling for Matt, except for Serena.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, right. Yeah,
1: but, yeah. But the girls, um, the girls are falling. And then Rachel ends up getting that group date rose, um, yep. which is a huge group date rose because you're going to hometowns. And she said in the that was when I knew, like I knew Rachel's been into him. But when she got that rose, went into ITM, and she was like, I'm head over heels uh, in love with this man, this smart man. Right I now. was like, Oh, yeah, I know. Gosh. Like that was it for her. You know, that was the moment. Like mm-hmm. we all have that moment. In this experience. I think that was her for her. That was that was the moment where she was like, This is it. I'm in this. I'm in this, you know. So and
2: then of course, and then, of course Matt know. again with the uh the good old open eye kissing with Rachel. <laughs> uh, do you funny. think do you think Matt's a good, is a good kisser? <laughs> <laughs> or Scale is that one just one a telltale sign? <laughs> like
0: I gotta I, gotta, what he's I doing. haven't been paying <laughs> that close attention. Um it was so awkward. <laughs> but I do remember earlier in the season. First kisses with some of the women that I was like, wow, he's he's really taking it, taking all of it. Like, like he's like he's like a big dude, he's super tall, like big guy, like big hands, big, but his lips are just like massive. Yeah. Big, big yeah. But like, listen, big lips are great. I'm not hating at all, so I'm kind of into it.
2: <laughs> what, about those, what about those big eyes just staring at you though? What's that? Those big eyes just staring at you though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it would be different. He, I, I feel like sometimes I'm like, I just think he's uncomfortable in front of cameras right now. Which I mean, which is I get. Fair. Like nobody's yeah, yeah. And nobody's like feels good about making out a camera. But he he doesn't. Yeah, he does. He does. In my opinion, like sometimes I, I yeah, see him kiss and I cringe a little bit. Um, but it's it's a weird environment. It's a weird environment. So I don't blame him.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, I'm not sure anyone to like be watching me kiss on TV either. Like it's just such a weird thing. <laughs>
1: super weird i hated so weird. watching myself kiss on
0: television
1: yeah super weird. yeah it's super weird to see yourself and yeah yeah super weird. um but yeah i mean the group date went well like i think i you know i yeah like rachel him clearly have a really good connection and then um sending abigail home so basically we go into the one of the next one on one. well no, uh, which
2: no you still got kit during this uh group oh date. you're
1: right because that was actually right after the the yeah that's right so yeah, The I, I, I initial
0: conversation was insane on group date. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> but
2: I I don't see I didn't see a connection between them. Kit. Really, I
0: mean, yeah. I think they had a fun time on their like cooking date. Like I'm sure yeah. they had fun with that. But yeah, I haven't really seen a deep connection with them. But to me, Kit having that first conversation with him on the group date where she's like. like you know, I'm young. I'm, I want a career. We were cracking up though. She was like, you know, like I really want to wait and really, um, reach my career goals before I had kids like 25. I'm not having kids till 25. <laughs> I do like, that. We're like, wait a second. That's four years away. Like your career goals are going to be done by 25. Are you insane? <laughs> like what? I
1: forgot about that. And she was like, I want I want a cheerleader. You remember? Yeah, she's like, I want a cheerleader, yeah. which is awesome. But she's clearly saying to Matt, like, listen, if you're ready to settle down and have kids, I ain't the one. You know, that's basically yeah. what she's yeah. was saying. Yeah. So,
0: there, a lot of that was hilarious, but I do think her having a conversation with him was, like, kind of her trying to get out a little bit, right? right? Trying to give yeah. him a reason to send her home. He yeah. To send yeah. Me. And he yes. didn't. She's like, what? Now yeah. what do I do? <laughs>
1: I'm glad you said that because that's exactly what I felt like. I felt like she was like, okay, I've been here long enough. I'm fucking out. And then Matt was like, no, I like yeah. you. You can stick around. She was like, like what do I do Yeah, now? She was like,
0: shit, that was. I was giving you the out
2: there. I was waiting for her to give him Matt's line. Like, oh, the timing's just not there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he yeah. No, he was like, cool him down.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> and then she was like, well. I'm gonna go to his hotel room and just tell let him know I'm oh, peace out. <laughs> yeah, I gotta
0: go. Uh,
1: I because I'm surprised Matt didn't know. because maybe Matt wanted to take her to hometowns. Like maybe he was thinking like we're going to hometowns. Um, but yeah, she went to his hotel room and was basically like I'm not feeling it. And then he he even gave her more validation. Yeah. I know. She still was like I'm gonna stick to my guns and go home.
0: Like I mm-hmm. know. I wonder, I wonder, and this is, like, just complete speculation. Like, I wonder if he likes the idea of Kit. You yeah. know, like, she's cool, she's into fashion, was in New York, like, has an exciting life. Like, you have to wonder if it's maybe just the idea of her that he was really intrigued by.
1: Yeah, I think that's that's a great idea. And I, like, or a great point, but I don't know. What do you think is going through Kate's mind? Is Kate not into Matt? Like, do you think Kate was like, I've been here long enough, like... I'm into him, but I know I'm not going to see him. You know, I'm, I'm not going to get engaged to him. And so she's like, "I gotta get out of here before home." Kit, you mean Kit? You you mean mean sorry, yeah, Kit. Kit. What did I say? Kit, yeah.
2: Kate, yeah, you said Kate. I thought, I thought it was I Katie. Um, Kit. Yeah, yeah, Kit.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, she's 21. You guys, like, yeah, yeah I know. Let me tell you what. When I was 21, I was so stupid. Like, what was I doing? <laughs> I was like a at- my brother trace in valencia california not knowing what the hell i was doing with my life like 21 is so young and I, i'm sure she was like yeah i'll go on tv you know great mm-hmm. for my career obviously mm-hmm. great for my brand Like, go get it girl of course like absolutely she's right i didn't i don't think she probably had no idea she would make it this far and be like this deep into a relationship quote unquote or however deep right. they are and she's i think she just knew like, knew like okay this is my time to go like i can't go to with this guy like I'm 21 this is not happening you know what I mean right
1: yeah <laughs> but in a sense then though that makes me feel bad for Matt a little bit because mm. I think there were some girls there who would have or are more into Matt and she maybe took a spot you know I mean that's one way to look at it like she took a spot from a girl who's really you know, looking to settle down right now and who is into Matt and she might have taken somebody from that you know that's one way to look at it mm-hmm. Like maybe she yeah. should have gone. I out, could like, see though. I,
0: I can see a perspective where like maybe you went into it thinking like I'm just gonna go on TV for a little while. I'll probably get a or whatever. Then you get so far in and you're like, shit. Actually, the guy's kind of cool. This is actually kind of fun. I'm actually enjoying hanging out with him. And then you get then you get to hometowns and you're like, oh my god, I can't believe I made it this far. And like you kind of panic and you're like, right, I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> what is that?
1: I feel-
2: Trying to send what? like a
1: note. so i didn't see it i literally was getting what happened what i missed
2: second break
1: oh i didn't get a text i can't Um, text
2: i'm on my phone
1: anyway um that'll be a good break here uh we'll come back right after this (laughs) yeah so group date um kit sends her cell phone basically so we have kit and abigail gone during that group date so basically going in right now there are five
2: girls tonight
1: yeah yeah, like, we're flying through girls oh, right now. Oh, we're, we're still ahead of
2: ourselves. has <laughs> not even gone yet. I
1: know, but I, that's what I was about to get to. <laughs> so, Jesenia's one-on-one comes up next. And um, what do you guys think about Jesenia? Because the Jesenia and MJ thing, I was kind of on Jesenia's side. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Jesenia yeah. bullied Han, Han, Heather pretty damn bad. Like, I feel like Jesenia... I Which thought was, was kind of weird, she,
2: because she was in that position like a week or two ago
1: right exactly and then she turns around yeah and then she turns around and bullies heather so i don't know i i I, kind of turned me off a little bit with is senia but i thought the date like sometimes i think matt's into her a lot um Mm -hmm. i thought the day went well me too yeah
0: i mean i kind of think that yeah the date went well yeah it was fun but it's so far like it's, it's it's too late like, i just think it's, it's it's like heather it's like it's just too late that right. they've had this connection and and, and it, she just got pushed you know aside because he made all these other connections and it almost like a last-ditch effort like oh, one-on-one like so i have no what ifs right and i think if it had been like a situation where they had had some insane chemistry and insane like some insane feeling like, Oh my God. Won? Like there is a chance that could have happened. And he probably was just giving himself that chance to feel that with her. I think at the end of the day, it was like, yeah, it's a nice date, but nothing like life changing and too late in the game. We gotta go.
1: Yeah, I agree. I didn't, I didn't stay with him. Like, again, that's another one where I'm not shocked. She didn't get the rose. I think she was shocked. Like, I think she was mm. genuinely shocked. Um, Me too. But yeah, I, yeah, but I wasn't shocked that just you didn't get the rose. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what else to say about that. She's, I mean, I'll be interested to see kind of what goes, you know, what happens with her moving forward she goes to Paradise or not. Because she, like you said, she was late coming into the game. And then the only screen time she really got, I feel like she was, like, fighting with a girl, you know? <laughs> so, it'll yeah. be interesting to see kind of, yeah, what happens next with her. But I agree. I think she just came in too late. Like, maybe if she was, a, you know, a day one maybe her and Matt had a better connection. But, yeah, I just didn't see it with them. So, not shocked, yeah, that he sent her home. Yeah, same. it's still
2: such such a tease. Like when they pick up that damn rose from that table, like and like you see their oh, why eyes really like it,
1: their eyes get like,
2: like light up, and then they just you just see the soul get ripped out of them.
1: I feel like I Matt know. is probably more savage than any other lead I've seen. Like I feel like he genuinely picks it up, all, up with like, like a smile right on in their face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, he picks it up with a smile and it fucking destroys them and puts it back down. Like he's it's more insane. Savage anyway.
0: Yeah, uh, I agree. Okay.
1: <laughs> like multiple times he's done it, you know, mm-hmm. I know that's how but just the way he does it, I'm like, damn, I really thought he was going to give it to her. Uh, I know. Yeah. He's a savage. Um, but yeah, so at this point, going into the, we go into the rose ceremony next and there's only one girl going to go home at the rose ceremony at this point. Yeah. Um, and he ends up giving the final rose to Michelle, right? No, Br- Michelle yeah. and Brie. Yeah. Michelle, yeah, and, Brie. Michelle was, and Brie. Yeah. Um, it's wild to me that Michelle and him have, because again, you talked about Justenia coming in late. Michelle came in late too, yet I am so much more confident about their yeah. connection. Oh, am. yeah. Honestly, yeah. he has just as good a connection with Michelle as he does the other girls in the, in the house, yeah. in my opinion. It's crazy. I agree. Yeah. It's
0: well, crazy of, all the one-on-ones, of all the one on ones, of all the one on ones, like hers was the only one where I felt he had this automatic, yeah. like, no way. Like this automatic, he was in, he was in, he he, he said something that night about like, I don't want to scare you, but like, you're everything I'm looking for. Like, I'm I like, it's, it's not that it's love at first sight, but like, it's as close as you get. Right. Like that was that, the reaction I kind of saw from both, both of them. I think she felt it too. And so I've been a little disappointed that we haven't seen her at all since then. Like she really hasn't had screen time since that day, which is unfortunate because they did have a very strong connection. So I really she, got,
2: she got that one on one like the next day after she came into the house. Mm-hmm. Totally. Totally. Yeah.
0: So she, I'm not uh, shocked she got a rose over Piper. I mean, no. I think that's I, I think their connection is stronger. Like I said mm-hmm. before, I'm bummed that Serena got a rose and Piper didn't. Like that was yeah. the trade I would have yeah.
1: done. Yeah. yeah. Agree and Piper Piper generally seen she was she was hurt. Like I think she is she was into that. She was fully yeah. in.
0: Like I really all liked Piper.
1: I, I I did yeah. too, actually. I liked her too. I did too. Um, but yeah, I don't see I I'm not surprised Michelle got it. And then did you guys see? I know Eric kind of missed but did you, Brandy, did you see the very end when the credits were rolling, like the bloopers with Michelle?
2: And of course, Blake would
1: notice this. Yes.
0: Yes, it I did. Hilarious. Like we had hilarious. Like, so funny. Hilarious. Why don't we get to see that side of her? Like I yeah, love exactly. that.
1: Exactly. But that explains why Matt's so into her because that would have. That would have been a moment for me that because she just like, so for the, if you guys didn't see it, basically, it was the cheersing after the rose ceremony. And Michelle was like, you know, uh, before I make this speech, I just want to make sure I look good for the cameras. And she dropped down and gave 10 pushups. And I was like, that would be a moment awesome. for me where she just completely alleviated any of the pressure, any of the weirdness. All the girls were laughing. Bree spit her champagne out onto Michelle's back. She was laughing so hard. Like, that was amazing. That would be a moment for me where I was like, this chick is fucking awesome, you know? Yeah, like, I, I agree. So, yeah. so there must be parts of Michelle that we're just not seeing, obviously. Um, But that makes total sense because she seems hilarious.
0: I, hilarious. I really like her a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah. She seems great. Um, So yeah, we got, right now, we got the final four. We're into hometowns. And Eric, do you remember who we picked for our final four? Because I feel like I was way off. Cause I
2: had Bree. Uh, I remember who I had. I originally had Rachel, Abigail, Sarah. I want to say I had Bree oh, in there. That's right, and Bree.
1: Yeah, I think mm-hmm. the only two I got were Rachel. Those and Brie. are five. I I had, yeah, I don't think I had Serena or um, Michelle. Well, obviously you didn't have Michelle in there. But did yeah, you? Were Michelle you pretty close, Brandy? Like, what did you, what were yeah,
0: you Since day one, my day one, my prediction was Brie and Rachel. Yeah. And then once Michelle came out of the picture, I was like, oh, she's totally changed up the game. So those three have always kind of been who I think make the bottom three.
1: And before tonight, I thought it was going to be
2: Rachel, Michelle and Piper.
1: <laughs> yeah. Piper's definitely. I, I like Piper. Like you said, I think she's she seems like an amazing woman. And she she went fell. We'll see her in paradise. We'll say that we'll see her in paradise. I think for sure she's a beautiful woman. And clearly, I think she this process worked for her. So we'll see her again. I'm not too worried about that. But um, we're going into hometowns. And they showed the preview. Did you guys get the weird, like, ominous feeling for that preview? Like, there was, like, this little, like, piano in the background. Like, it wasn't the normal, like, excited thing for that. It was, like, ominous, yeah. almost. Like, it was, it
2: was kind almost of, like we're yeah. pre- we were preparing for a funeral. Yeah. You know what?
0: You freaking very trust. Yeah.
2: I don't freaking <laughs> trust
0: Bachelor Teasers. One freaking thing. They always make it seem like it's something it's not, especially hometowns. Like they always make it seem like the hometown, like that the dad's gonna be like, You can't be my will take like some sound bites from things like one thing and the hometown happens, and you're like, Oh, that's not at all how it looks like in the preview. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Except it does look like somebody eats shit on the skydiving. Did you see that? I yeah. did see that, draw. which is very
0: scary. The land. Yeah, that looks
1: like bad. That suspect. looks really bad. Yeah, yeah. So I think that was Rachel too. Um, so yeah, I'm interested to watch that. But yeah, it's interesting going into hometowns like with that weird, you're right. The preview could mean absolutely nothing. We've been te- <laughs> we've been fooled a thousand times. These so many times. <laughs> so many times. Um, but yeah, we'll see, I guess, um, going in. Because we, I think Matt's got a pretty good connection with a few of these women. I really, really do. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, what happens next. Well, yeah, awesome. So we got some questions for you. Eric, why don't you start with a couple of questions? You got some questions?
2: Yeah, uh, this seems to be kind of like a, uh, a new favorite for everybody here. Uh, one thing you most hate about Blake, and one thing you most <laughs> love about Blake.
1: Who keeps asking this, or is this your questionnaire? <laughs>
2: oh, no, this someone asked this again. We had this question like the last two weeks. Well, oh, I remember.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> this is for me to answer.
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not me. I just asked okay. myself the question. <laughs>
0: um. Okay, so one of my most favorite things about Blake is. Every time I've ever been around Blake, it's just been like high energy, just the most fun. He makes the best of every situation. And I really appreciate that about you, Blake. Mm,
1: thank you. Thank you. That's nice. least favorite
0: thing about Blake is when he thinks my friends are hot and tries to go with my friends. <laughs> when, would I be, when would I ever do something like that? Oh, I don't know, Blake. I don't know. <laughs>
1: Well, could having two uh, friends.
0: Yes. <laughs> that
2: should I have a, uh, uh, a follow up to that? No, <laughs>
1: Once <No. laughs> I pour, if I, can, I just
0: start
1: pouring wine. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, that was and well. I, thank you, though. That was that was that was very sweet of you.
2: And obviously, <laughs> you know, like like you and I, we're we're both very close to the Bachelor Nation, but kind of outsiders of the world. What are your thoughts, kind of, on everything that's been going on of late? here in in Bachelor Nation?
0: I mean, listen, The Bachelor is like arguably one of the biggest shows on television. Like, oh, yeah. and it's, yeah. I mean, it. they do and air it in other countries, but it is it is just a very like, Amer- it's as, as American as it gets, right? As and far as like reality TV shows. As
2: polarizing as it can get as well. Yeah, like Bachelor. Yeah. And oh, yeah.
0: yeah, so I mean, it was, it's really like, for the bachelor franchise to expect to be like exempt from all of the conversations happening in our country right now is just not reality. Right. Like I think it's time that they step into this and own up to, you know, the things everybody else in the country is owning up to. Um, Wells and I talked about it a little bit this morning, just the Chris Harrison thing. Um, and we're, we were both like, I'm shocked he gave and gave the interview. You know what I mean? And I feel like in previous seasons, I I don't know for this year, like it seems like people are doing more press earlier. Like usually they wait till the season is over to really do press. And for them to let him go and do that interview, like they just really missed the point, you know? And that's unfortunate. And I mean, you know, I'm sure for, especially people that have been a part of Bachelor Nation forever, I'm sure it's hard to see Chris step down. But at the end of the day, I think it was the right thing for him to do.
1: Well, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I, me, me and Eric Vazzi talks about it, you know, a lot, and I, I agree. I think that was he had to. I think,
0: had I think to. It was, there
1: was, yeah. There was nothing he could do, and I think it was the right move in stepping aside. Um, now we'll see how long that you know indefinite quote unquote means. Um, yeah, I think he had mm-hmm. to, and I think it was the right thing to do. So, yeah, be interesting to see what
0: happens. Absolutely.
1: The court, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and kind of, kind of, kind of on that topic, I got a question. I think this is a question kind of for, for both, all of us, maybe even, because like you said, we're all kind of like, you know, I'm a, maybe a little more into the bachelor world than everybody, but somebody asked, you know, you know, in this world, are we rooting for the show, like to reach demise? Like I basically had somebody ask, you know, like, are we rooting for the show to like end? And I'll answer first because. I think that's a good question because I think there are a lot of people out there who have been on the show or around the show and and like we're very you know we can be very critical of the show at times I know I've been very critical of the show um and like I, I'll never be somebody who like I'll never be a yes man for this show like I'm never I will always be honest with the show I'll always be honest about what the show can do better um and what the show has done good in the past like listen the show has needs to do a lot better in a lot of different you know categories if you will but at the same time, the show's done some incredible things for a lot of people, too. Like, they're literal human. There's babies. They're human beings created because of this show. That's kind of crazy if you think about it, you know. So I think there's a lot of good and a lot of bad in the show. But in no way am I like, this show should end. Like, you know, like, this should, like, I don't think that's the case. I just think they need to be open to constructive criticism and get better. And they, they've slowly, they're way behind. But I think they have taken steps. But I think they can take bigger steps. And we have a long way to go.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think this this show has been on for so long, and I understand from a production side that they feel like they have the formula, right? They it's like why well, fix what's broken? The show's number one, like, and but but I, I would like to see the show evolve more, and mm-hmm. I think by doing things like um casting you know a more diverse group was is a right step in the right direction i think casting a bachelor that wasn't on a previous season is a great step in the right direction like they're doing they're taking good steps so they have to continue to be open to evolving with you know the times for lack of a better word um and just to i don't know like how many seasons of a show can you watch it's just the same over and over and over again like You got to spice it up. Like, I don't want to see the show end, but I also don't want to watch the same thing every single season. Like I want something different. And when they cast, they cast leads that are very unique um, and, and very like individual type people that stand out aren't cookie cutter norm. Like, I really appreciate that. That's why Caitlin Bristow, Was such a great bachelorette. She Mm -hmm. stood it out. She was unique. She's different, and I, people, like she is proof that people do want that and don't want Mm -hmm. just a cookie cutter, you know, copy of of a bachelor bachelorette. So I, I hope to see more people like that being cast. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, I think that the way you put it too, real quick, Eric, before you answer, um. The, this might be the only show on television that has not really adapted to the times. Like, you are so right when mm-hmm. you say they have they have found an equation It's worked for the last 20 years and they are stuck to it. They're just like, hey, we're number one. Once we're not number one, we'll make changes. But unless, you know, unless if we're going to say tw- number one, why change anything? And I think they've done that. And I, I think this is the first... Probably the last maybe six months got a little slap in the face a little bit, and they're like, "Oh shit, mm-hmm. we do need to change," you know. And I think they mm-hmm. they're trying, you know. Hopefully, it happens faster. But um, I think you're right. I think they just have found an equation and they've stuck to it.
0: Yeah, so, And it happens yeah. Yeah. all across the industry. I've I've witnessed it happen in industries. So much when something's working, when a song works on radio, that's all radio wants is that yeah. same song and different versions, a cookie version of the same song over and over. But, like, music has to evolve. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, you have to take risks to find the next thing. It is very hard for music industry people to want to do that. So it's, mm-hmm. it's not just the TV industry. It's, it's, it's an entertainment industry problem to, to not want to evolve.
2: It's almost it's just like that saying. It's just like I think they live by, like, if it's not broken, don't fix it. But it's extremely mm-hmm. broken.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, shit, and, you could even bring that into the sports world. Like, I know there's old school coaches who didn't change their offense for 30 years because it worked. You know what I mean? Like, you could almost say that in everything. Like, if it's not broke, don't fix. But like you said, Eric, it's And it's
2: it's like, you you know, you you just use a sports analogy. And I'm very tied in with the, like, NFL world. And -hmm. you look at, like, Tampa Bay, who just won the Super Bowl. They have the coaching staff with the most diversity with, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, with – you know people of color they have women coaches on the staff and training staff coaches Mm -hmm. and you know they you know from old to young all the way up and down the ladder like they cover every aspect Mm -hmm. you know the show the show like you guys you know pretty much covered it's like they definitely have to evolve with the times do a better job casting and vetting these contestants and also giving a lot more support for contestants you know when they come off of the show so they can be prepared Absolutely. to like how to, to live when, when they go back into the real world. Cause it's not easy when you destroy somebody's character and then lift others up. Like mm-hmm. you need that support. Yeah.
1: It's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of things like, it's not just, you know, the, the diversity and everything. Like, obviously, you have to work on that, but there there's, going could put a list of things together they need to work mm-hmm. on, you know, whether it be mental health or there'd be all kinds of things. So um, we'll see. Um, you know, I mean, It's a slap in the face. We'll just say that they—they all of a sudden they realize, uh uh-oh, like I feel feel like they're putting a team together right now to be just, just like brainstorming like things they can do.
2: So they're kind of going into some serious damage control right now. Serious damage control. What's going on? I mean, we could
1: have a new—we might have a new host by this time next year. So that could be a Mm -hmm. huge change.
2: Yeah. Or even, or even for Mm -hmm. you know, Paradise and Bachelorette. Bachelorette. Yeah. Yeah. season's coming out. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: So and um, listen,
0: like. I've liked watching Chris in the past. It's not like I haven't liked watching him, but mm-hmm. I would act, I think I would really appreciate a fresh face and a fresh energy yeah. into the show. I mm-hmm. think that could be nice.
1: And yeah, it's just be a, a jump start.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: it'll be mm-hmm. interesting to see what they do yeah. moving forward for sure. Because, yeah, you see some huge changes. So we shall see. Um, what else, Brandy? What else have you been up to? I have a lot of people in, question in my DMs just being like, what is she up to? How's life? I feel like you're. In an ice storm right now in Nashville, it sounds like though.
0: <laughs> I yeah, I'm in an ice storm. Um, I mean, you know, it's we're almost March, here, so we're almost going on a year right of like the COVID era. Um, uh, we're, we're being two at home, weeks away from that. Um, yeah. So, yeah. um, you know, it's my last year has looked a lot different than it did, ever did before. I've spent more time at home this year than I have since I was in high school.
2: Wow, <laughs> and.
0: It's crazy. Um, And it's not something I probably would have ever said I needed. But in hindsight, I think the year at home to just really, like, rest and recharge and get to do things just because they make me happy and not because I'm rushing from one thing to the next or on one plane to the next. I think it's actually been really healing. Um, But That being said, I did get to DJ a little bit in Tampa all weekend. And man, it felt freaking good to be back. So, um, I'm really hoping that, that, uh, that the entertainment industry can open up a little bit more this year and that we can have it safely so that I can get back to work because I do miss it. Um, I've been very thankful for my podcast this year, um, which I'm sure you have to as well, Blake. Um, it's just, it's a great thing that we have. And I think during the pandemic, a lot of people felt very isolated and very, um, like unable to connect with people because a lot of us were alone and a podcast, my, for, to me, like my podcasts are my favorite way to connect with people. Like mm-hmm. it, Instagram doesn't cut it. You know what I mean? Um, Facebook doesn't cut it, whatever, but like the podcast feels like a community. And it does like, I, I feel like our listeners feel like we're all hanging out when they listen to us weekly. And and I just love that so much. So Mm -hmm. to to be able to maintain that connection this year with people, has been great to be able to still be able to work from home has been great. Um, so I've really appreciated that. And, um, I hope to be able to keep doing that more. Yeah,
1: no, it's good to see you DJing too. I went to one of your shows Thanks. in Tampa. Yeah. Yeah.
0: On the yacht.
1: Yeah. Yeah, on the yacht, baby. You felt very <laughs> Floridian. I felt like a real Floridian.
0: Um, I know. It was yeah. sad, though.
1: No, it was cool. But I agree. Hopefully, we all, you know, hopefully, you get back out there and we all get back out there because I forgot how much I missed until I DJed this weekend down here in Austin. And I was like, damn, I forgot how. Like, I got the pregame jitters. You know, you get those pregame jitters. I yeah. like seven months. I was freaking out a little bit. But as soon as like the first, I know. Hit, I was like, "Oh, I missed this." So yeah, you're like still it was, got it. All right, yeah, still got <laughs> it. <laughs>
0: it's, like, it's like riding the so bike. Got it.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Totally. yeah, totally,
1: totally. It was fun. Well, I'm glad you came on tonight, Brandy. It was so good seeing yeah, you. Thank you so much. As usual, it's been yeah, a long time. Yeah, yeah. For So having where me. Where can everybody find you? Instagram, all that fun stuff. Your podcast.
0: Um. I'm- yeah, I got to plug those pods. Uh, my Instagram is just my name at Brandy Cyrus. It's Brandy with an I. Uh, that's definitely where I do most of my posting of content. And then I do a few podcasts. I have one with a uh, fellow Bachelor alumni, Wells Adams, that you guys know and love from Bachelor in Paradise. He and I host a show called Your Favorite Thing. We've been doing it for a long time so
1: like great i love that part. years
0: plus like so long um it's super well, fun we just talk about our favorite things books movies tv um the like we do recap bachelor every week that it's on and then i also just started a new podcast with my mom about six months ago it's called sorry we're stoned because my mom's <laughs> the biggest stoner i know so um, great. and even well, though i don't are, smoke we don't have fun lie. with it what's that
2: don't lie don't lie. i don't
0: smoke you know what i enjoy gun- i know
2: i'm kidding it's just super rare to even see brandy have a drink
0: yeah oh, I I i've only seen
1: you drunk like three times I
0: feel like. oh don't remind i remind mean, vegas so drunk she's a blast, so she's a blast
2: a yes i know, I
0: know. <laughs> so anyway um you can listen to both podcasts and you get podcast itunes spotify all that um yeah. and then hopefully you see pjang in a ski near you very soon
1: absolutely yeah guys go go check her out if she's near you chest mute it's a good show, so trust me, you won't regret it. So, well, thanks again, Brandy.
0: Thanks for having me. see all. Thank Absolutely. you Absolutely. Love you. Yeah. be
1: up first thing in the morning, so. <laughs>
0: all right, see y'all.
1: Thanks for listening, everyone. Be sure to follow our Instagram at Behind the Rose Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, comment, like, and give us all five of those damn stars. Behind the Rose is recorded on site at the world famous Grizzly Rose or wherever we happen to be. See you next time, Behind the Rose.